Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable, because no one should walk the domestic adoption journey alone. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the My Adoption Coach podcast. I am so excited that you decided to join us today because we have a really special treat. We have one of our very own community members who is going to share her story, her adoption story for her second adoption. Brittany, one of our community members and a fabulous friend of mine, recently had the opportunity to adopt her second child through self-matching. And I was so lucky to get to walk alongside of her throughout her adoption journey and really help support her at every turn, whether it be through an opportunity that, you know, kind of came up quickly and then vanished, or then ultimately making it through the finalization and bringing her daughter home. So I know you're going to find a lot of value in listening to Brittany's story today, because she gives a lot of tips on how she walked through her own self-matching journey. I'm excited to share this with you. Hello, and welcome back to the My Adoption Coach podcast. We are so excited that you decided to join us today. And I'm even more excited that we have a special guest on the podcast today. We have Brittany. And for those of you that are in the Facebook community, you know that I have talked a lot about Brittany recently because she has got some fabulous news to share with us. So Brittany, I'd love if you would take just a minute to share a little bit about your story and your most recent happy news. Well, um, I am now an adoptive mom times two. Uh, We just brought our baby home. Um, Oh, goodness. It's been a little over a week now. Um, She was born on the 24th, and we could not be more in love. She is amazing. And um, I mean, of course, perfect in every way. Of course. So now we have two beautiful little girls. So your first daughter came home through adoption as well? Absolutely. Yep. That is amazing. So what is it like to to have uh, two daughters through adoption? Well, it's it's amazing. That's the first word. The second word is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> the whole process, um, as you know, with with two uh, yourself, um, the whole process is just just a roller coaster. But when you're when you're at the end and you see that light at the end of the tunnel, every single moment was worth it. That is awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about your adoption journey with your second child? So last spring, we decided that we wanted to go through this uh, crazy thing again called adoption. And um, I think your mind kind of blocks out everything that you went through the first time. (laughs) And you're like, this is okay. We can do this again. Um, So then we decided in the in the summer of uh, 2020, so last year, maybe it was the pandemic. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was just like, I'm locked up at home, um, so let's do this. So we decided that we wanted to go through another adoption journey. And so we started our home study process again and got that uh, renewed. And then we started fundraising in the fall, which you... Uh, helped with with some graphics and some other wonderful tips on wording and thank you so much for that um 
Yeah, I mean, really, you've been there through the whole <laughs> the whole shebang this time. I feel like <laughs> since we connected last year, um, and then we did some fundraisers, got our um, home study renewed, and then just started putting our name out there through a Facebook uh, adoption page that we created and started just telling people what we were wanting to do. And we had just so many friends and family show up and support us. And then I made so many more friends through Facebook groups and, and just connected in different ways. And um, then I started posting in um, different adoption groups on Facebook. And that's where we met several different expectant mothers along the way, but especially the one that uh, ended up with us with our perfect little girl. Um, So I had posted our little profile and a little blurb about us. And that night we started talking to an expectant mother that reached out and messaged us. And she was due, I think it was nine weeks from the time we started talking. So it was kind of a whirlwind. Um, We started talking. We hired an attorney like within two weeks after we started talking, um, got everything settled with that. And I cannot say anything bad about this attorney we hired. Um, she was phenomenal. And then we traveled, goodness, when was it? About four weeks ago, we traveled to Kansas because we thought that our daughter was being born. It turns out it was a false alarm, but that's okay because we got to meet our uh, birth mom and she was amazing. We got to eat with her family and talk. And I never really got to do that with our first adoption. So we really, I mean, that was amazing. Then we traveled. She called me at 1.30 a.m. on the 24th. (laughs) And we drove as fast as we could and got there just in time for her to start pushing. And I got to be in the room when she made her grand entrance. And that was probably one of the best moments of my entire life. Wow. I'm trying not to cry. Like yep, full don't body you cry chills. I will just stop it. <laughs> full body chills. Yeah. Um, one, what an amazing blessing um, to what courage it takes for um, her birth mother to, <laughs> to make that, you know, really, I'm sure gut wrenching decision. Um, oh, yeah. But two or three, what guts it takes for you to just, continue through the self-matching process. Cause I, I know it wasn't easy. I know it was full of twists and turns and ups and downs. Um, before we celebrate, can we share a little bit um, with the audience just about that roller coaster a little bit? Absolutely. So right when we started renewing our home study, we uh, connected with a, an expectant mother in North Carolina So we were like, wow, this is so quick. Like this never happens. Um, And then um, we kind of lost touch with her, but then she reached back out and then she ended up placing with an agency. So that was tough. That was really tough. Um, And then we connected with someone here um, who had uh, here in Tennessee, who was considering adoption. She ended up parenting. So uh, that was great for her, you know, wonderful if she can do that. And I always encourage if, you know, birth parents can do that and, and they have the means to do so and the support, absolutely 100% support that. And then we connected with an expectant mother in Virginia. Um, and this is the one that we really thought was going to work for us. 
Um, we talked for so long. I called attorneys. We got really close. We swapped phone numbers. We FaceTimed. And then nothing. Then it was just radio silence. Um, and she also decided to parent, which is, like I said, totally okay with her. But there was just no closure there for us. And I think that's what really got me was just being ghosted and not told like, hey, we're, you know, we're not going to move forward. Um, so that hurt. That hurt. Um, and then we connected with um, an expectant mother in New Jersey and again was ghosted. And then the, the, the night that I was supposed to FaceTime with the expectant mother from New Jersey, she um, she didn't show up to our scheduled time to do that. And that's when I had posted that same night on April 29th on the Facebook group that we matched with and um, got a, got a message from that, that, that birth mom that immediately connected with us. And, and it was, I mean, all of that stuff was supposed to happen. Yeah. Every single thing that we went through was supposed to happen for us to end up with our daughter. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just kind of what we have to, sorry, I think my phone was being weird. Um, but that's just what we have to keep telling ourselves. It's like, that's exactly what was supposed to happen. Yeah, you're right. The adoption journey is so hard and there, there's never going to be the, and this is why type of, you know, answer that or most likely doesn't happen. You know, this is why type of moment, um, and especially in this self-matched journey, because you're, you know, you're the point that they're talking with if, you know, versus right. an agency or consultant or, you know, attorney type of um, mm-hmm. situation. And so, right. and it, it is hard. Um, and what I always try to think about as we kind of go through that with, you know, any of my clients is what, what are we learning? Like, what are we learning in this moment? And yeah, the wounds hurt, but you also learn, you know, a little bit more, you know, so that the next conversation is a little different or you mm-hmm. look for something a little bit different throughout the next okay. conversation. So good for you for sticking sticking with it because it is not for the faint of heart. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but how amazing it was that uh, your daughter's birth mother found you and reached out and it sounded like you guys from, you know, the times you and I have been talking, it sounded like you guys were really making a really good bond there. Can you yes. share a little bit more about that with the audience of what's, what is that like when you're having a conversation, um, you know, with an expectant mother at the time and, and what are your emotions? What are her emotions? You know, really what's, what's going on? Well, I feel like it's, and you can, you can probably relate to this. I feel like it's like dating, like you're, you're going on this really awkward <laughs> but very important date um, because in the end it ends up with a child. I mean, either, you know, with, with us or with someone else or, or whether they decide to parent, there's a child involved and it, it's very, it is very awkward at the beginning, um, but getting to know each other and just learning her, what she liked and what, what she wants for her future. And because most of the time, the birth parents that are choosing adoption don't have a really stable life, but they, they, they have big dreams and they want to do things and, and they want to move forward and just knowing and supporting all of her goals and her desires and her dreams. I mean, that's, that's so important just to be that person that, that she can, she can come to and she can feel comfortable with you and, and know that you're going to be that positive support. Um, and I think that that's, um, 
that's one of the biggest differences between self-matching and being with an agency because you don't get that kind of communication with an agency yeah. most of the time. You, don't. you get to really get in there and know. Now, I mean, there's, of course, there's some cons. Like with an agency, they know we can call this attorney and we can do this and we can do this. And there's, you know, things are much better laid out. And they don't, you don't have to go look for a counselor because they have them on hand and social workers and stuff like that. Because we, when you're self-matching, you kind of have to go about it a different way. Mm-hmm. But just getting to know her and, you know, why she's making this decision and why she picked you and why she wants to do certain things with her life. And, and I feel like um, we really did make a really good bond. And even when we were on our way home, like she and I were FaceTiming as I was driving back from, oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> but it was just, it was great. It really was. That's awesome. Have you yeah. had any contact um, since the birth? And if so, what has that been like? We have. Um, there for the first few days, we were really talking like normal, um, where we were several times throughout the day, we would text or um, she's kind of young. So she does Snapchat. So we were using that to, to communicate a little bit. And um, things have kind of tapered off a little bit. But she's definitely trying to um, establish her, her new norm right now, as am I. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, with with, <laughs> with multiple children instead of just my, my one five-year-old, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to, and, you know, newborns don't sleep. So there's no. that. <laughs> there's that. Um, so I feel like we're both trying to find our new norms and um, we've become a, a little bit more distant, but I think that's okay. I mean, that's yeah. completely normal. Um I mean, we're, we're both going to go through some, some growing pains, I think, through this. Yeah, for sure. And she's most likely going to need some time to heal and process and, right. you know, um, and decide what she does want for her life, you know, mm-hmm. kind of this next chapter for sure. Right. Um, right. That is, you know, that's completely normal. And when we were going through the process, we were super connected with our son's birth mother um, prior to delivery. And, um, our daughter's birth, our daughter's birth was a, a stork drop. So it was com- kind of completely different, uh, situation. Right. Right. um, but after birth, she was really connected for a few days and then she kind of, you know, kept withdrawing more and more and more. And I was concerned about her. I, of course, I immediately went to all of the, you know, mommy gut places of, is she okay? Right. You know, right. um, because even though I'm definitely not her mother, <laughs> but you know, you get help, but care right. for these women because they have yeah. given you such an amazing gift. Um, mm-hmm. And our agency counseled us like it's normal, you know, that's part of the healing process. Right. Um, and so let the contact be on her terms so that you can respect mm-hmm. her healing, you know, through this next part of the right. journey uh, for her. Yeah. I went through those same emotions too. Um, I mean, our daughter's, she's only two. Well, she'll be two weeks old tomorrow. So you know, those first few days, like you said, were really good. And we were both, I, I think, just kind of running on adrenaline. And she kept saying, like, we just did this. Like, this is amazing. Look at we just went, what we just went through. What Look at what we did together, like, as a team. And I was like, girl, you did it. <laughs> like, you, you did this. And I, I will forever, ever, 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 ever be forever grateful. And I, I think I, I've told her that enough so she, she really feels comfortable enough to know that I'm here. Like I'm, I'm here. And I didn't just disappear after she signed the papers. Right. And 
that even though we're 11 hours apart from each other, that doesn't mean that I'm not just a phone call away. And she knows that. So that's amazing. I think that helps both of us to know that like we, if, if I need her or she needs me, we're, we're just there. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm, I'm so one, I'm so thankful for getting the opportunity to walk along you with the long, the journey with you. Um, I know it was hard and I know we would exchange text messages and it's like, <laughs> like, right? like, let's let this one be the one. Let's let this be the, um, I'm like, Amanda, I've got this. What can we do? Like what? Uh, I need advice. I need, or I just needed someone just to listen and, and that's been there before. And that's so helpful. So it, helpful. It really is. I mean, I that was the biggest struggle I had when I went through my own adoption. It's just that I didn't know anybody that had been there. Um, right. I didn't either with my first one. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. Um, so I'm so, one, I'm so thankful for the communities and just oh, yes. the support everybody gives each other. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for the friendships that formed through that. Absolutely. <laughs> I was just telling my husband that, I mean, the whole way to Kansas, I was texting. I called in my adoption tribe. I'm like, I'm taking my adoption tribe right now. Like, they need to know what's going on. <laughs> I love that. I need it. Yeah. Yes. I love the yeah. tribe name. That is awesome. Yes. It's my adoption tribe. So, um, I mean, there's probably just four people that I have just just fallen in love with, with you know, other adoptive moms or hopeful adoptive moms. And actually, one of them, our children were due the same day. Oh, wow. Yes. She's wow. in Massachusetts, um, and so is her birth mom. And then our birth mom was in Kansas, and we were just updating each other on a daily basis. Like, I think this could be the day. She's get, she's having these kind of pains. She's having these kind of symptoms. And we were just, <laughs> it was amazing just to have that person that literally is going through it at the exact same time. Yeah. And then when we went up to Kansas the first time, we thought our birth mom was having our daughter. She, um, Her birth mom went into labor. So she was already having her son when, <laughs> when our birth mom, we thought she was having our daughter, wow. but then come back. And then it was like 10 days later when it had yeah. gone back for, for our daughter. But yeah, it, it's just crazy. And now we're just sending pictures back and forth of it's just these miracle, beautiful children. And she's got a son now and I've got another daughter and it's just, it's giving me chills just thinking about just That's- how how amazing this, this journey really has. I mean, with the, with the highs and lows, I mean, there's so many blessings that have come from this. Yeah. That really, um, I mean, it is so, it is very high highs and very low lows. Very <laughs> <Yes>. journey. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's Absolutely. so amazing that you, you found a tribe. I love that idea of a tribe. I think we may have to start something new in the Facebook group. It's like when <laughs> yeah. you're matched, like let's pair you up and, you know, yes. and, Yes. And, and you guys, that way you can have a, a different, you know, type of connection. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that gives me chills. That is the reason why I started. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Um, Don't do it. No, <laughs> uh, but that's the yeah. reason why I started my adoption coach, right? Was so that women could find a, and, and men too, but primarily women can find right. a place where you can, you know, find someone that's walking the same journey that's been ahead of you that can tell you, hey, it's a light. It's not a train. Keep coming. <laughs> you know, keep right. coming. Keep right. walking one foot in front of the other. Um, Absolutely. That's amazing. Um, do you have any other advice for those that are still in the waiting period that are still waiting to match or that are 
experiencing, you know, either maybe the, the roller coaster of the adoption. Right. Just, I mean, the biggest thing is just don't give up. Just don't give up. I mean, there's so many times that I wanted to just say, I guess this isn't meant to be. I guess this isn't meant to be. But I, I just felt it so strongly in my heart that there was a baby for us. There was, or a toddler, or a, you know, it, there was a child that was supposed to be in our family. And throughout this journey, I started fostering a teenager too. So I was like, well, maybe that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got a newborn now on top of everything. So as crazy as it's been, I'm so glad we just keep, we just kept going. And and sometimes I felt like I was in quicksand and I was never going to get out. And there were, I mean, I know you remember me texting you a lot of times, just devastated and, and just ready to throw in the towel. But there's so many people, like you said, that, that are going through the same thing that we're going through. And, and if you find the right people that you connect with, it's, it's phenomenal. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I, I can't agree more. Um, it's, you know, for each person that I work with, you know, through this journey, I'm like every night I'm praying for you guys every night. I'm, you know, literally it sounds so horrible, but I like have to tell myself, don't text today. Don't. (laughs) She doesn't need your anxiety. You're supposed to help not give anxiety, but I literally, it sounds so silly, but in my little planner that goes with me everywhere, I would write a B and a smiley face on the days that I was allowed to text you because I didn't want to give you my anxiety. But it was like, okay, you can ask for an update today or just check in and see how she's doing oh my today. Gosh, that's um, awesome, Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, love it. I mean, I'm right there, and it's it's probably, you know, some therapist will probably have some field day with me, but um, <laughs> right there with you guys every step of the way of like, you know, yeah. I remember um, I remember when one of uh, your opportunities didn't pan out. And yeah. for me, I, I legitimately dreamt about this opportunity that we had in a similar situation that didn't pan out that night. And I was like, all right, <laughs> like, <laughs> this is Brittany's journey. This is not your journey. <laughs> well, and, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of walking through with a couple of people that are, that are still hoping to adopt and still on that journey right now. And, I know every time I would see a happy update or something, I would just think, what if that doesn't happen? What if that, what if that doesn't work out for us? And you just got to keep going. You do. got to keep trucking. You do. And you're right. People think we're crazy when we say you just have to keep going and that what is, you know, it will happen and yep. there is the right fit for you out there. And mm-hmm. I get a lot of like, should I change my profile? Should I do this? Should I, you know, and it's like, you know, you're the right expectant mother will, will see your story and, right. and she will find a connection with you. And it's yeah. hard to hear that because there's no, you know, there's no like, and by this date, it will magically mm-hmm. occur because it's just not that way. Right. And, and a lot of times you'll connect with somebody and you'll feel that this is real and this is really going to happen. And um, for some reason it just doesn't work out. And that's, that's so hard, so hard. Um, Either if you're not chosen by that person or if if they choose to parent. And like I said, I'm a hundred percent for, for women who want to parent a hundred percent. But when, when it happens, it's still, it's still a loss for us. It still hurts. Yeah. Yeah. It still hurts. Um, Just like I said, that 
with our match in Virginia, I, I shouldn't have. But I kind of Facebook stalked her when I around the due date that she was supposed to have the baby, and then I saw his face. Woo! That was hard. That was hard. Um, but I also got to see that he was healthy, and he was beautiful, and he's obviously loved if she's showing him off to the world, you know? Right. So that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Because, and I had to, I had to go through that process. But then the second that I saw our daughter, that was I, it. Yeah. That was You're it. like, oh, this is why. This is exactly why. We did everything we did. We went through everything we went through. Because if it hadn't have worked out, hadn't have been timed in a certain way, she wouldn't have been ours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally that same night you posted. That just, Absolutely. That's amazing. Within like an hour. So it wasn't even, it was just, I mean, I'm, you know, I have, I've, I'm a Christian. So I believe that God, you know, puts all that in. I know you pray for us too. So, but I, I, de- I definitely feel like God spoke to her heart and to mine. And that night we just connected and I didn't know what to think of it. And I didn't know what was going to happen, but I wanted to give it a shot. And here we are. That's amazing. Well, I yeah. am so incredibly one excited for you. Um, grateful for this amazing gift that your birth mother has, you know, provided your family and the opportunities that she's provided this child through placing her with you guys because you guys Thank are just you. amazing, amazing parents, and you have so much love and such a great big heart to to give and share. Thank you so oh. much for one all that you do for the community and all the support that you give everyone. Um, but two, for sharing your story with us, because I do think that other hopeful adoptive families will find a lot of value in it. So thank you so much. I really hope you found a few key takeaways from the conversation with Brittany today. A few things that stood out for me were just the kind of just sticking with it, right? So keeping moving through the adoption journey, even when it's hard, because you just never know what's going to come around the bend, so to speak. And then finding your tribe. I thought that was such an amazing point that she made around really finding people that are walking in the same journey with you and getting support. And listen, you can do that through the free Facebook group. Of course, the My Adoption Coach Facebook group is always there for you. But if you're not one that likes to share that type of thing on social media, then reach out. I do offer private one-to-one coaching similar to what I did with Brittany, where I'm literally just a text away. So I trust that you found a lot of value in today's conversation and some encouragement. And I can't wait to see you in our next episode. Talk to you soon, friend.